and welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Marendi Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi everyone, Marendi Leverett here of Authentic Healthpreneurs. Welcome to another special podcast episode. My guest today is Vanessa Nixon. Welcome, Vanessa. Thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. Excellent. I'm so excited um, because today we're going to have you share with us um, how female entrepreneurs can use natural remedies to help navigate their journey through perimenopause, menopause, and post-menopause so that they can feel focused, full of energy, and I guess regain that passion to make the most impactful and purposeful, is that how? <laughs> purposeful phase of their lives. So thank you. I'm, I'm genuinely excited for this because I guess I personally feel I'm going through that perimenopausal stage mm. and it's, I don't say it's not pretty, but it's, it's a, a bit of a shock to the system. <laughs> Yes, yes, it can be intense uh, for some women more so than others. I find that a lot of women are really surprised when they realize they are in perimenopause. I, you know, the whole menopause topic is still very taboo yeah. in our culture right now. And so women don't talk about it. You know, they don't talk to each other about it. They don't talk to their healthcare practitioners about it. And so they really don't know what to expect. And most women don't know that they can be entering perimenopause in their early to mid thirties. Yeah. And so they might ha start having some symptoms, but they don't necessarily connect the dots and realize that those are symptoms of perimenopause. Uh and so- you know, by the time that I talk to women, sometimes they've been having these symptoms for many years and just didn't realize it. That's so true because I guess the old stigma is, and I guess it's from our parents or our mother's, grandmother's generation, menopause was, you know, the hot sweats, um, massive mood swings, headaches, um, all of that type of stuff that were hormonal related. But we are finding now that their symptoms are so much more broader and they don't always marry up to someone saying, oh, I think that's menopause or perimenopause, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And, and also, you know, just even the terms perimenopause, menopause and postmenopause, a lot of women don't understand 
the definitions, you know, they don't know what that is. They just think, oh, e either I've gone through menopause or I haven't. <laughs> and right. so, you know, I, I like to first um, let women know what those are yeah. um, so that they can, you know, understand what the, what the whole journey is and where they might be on that journey. So perimenopause can last up to 10 years or so for some women, but it can be very, uh, maybe months for other women. Uh, but it's the time when your hormones start shifting, start declining. And so you might be experiencing some differences in your menstrual cycle. Yeah. You might be having some symptoms like you mentioned, you know, some brain fog, some insomnia, uh, you might be having uh, differences in your libido mm -hmm. or, you know, vaginal dryness. Um, you might be having headaches. You might be having hot flashes. You know, there are a, a, a whole range of symptoms that might occur during that phase. And then again, some women don't experience any symptoms. So it's yeah. very, very individual. And then menopause is only 12 months long. Right. It's the 12 month period after your cycle, your cycle has stopped. So once yeah. you haven't had any periods for 12 months, then you know that you were in menopause. You don't really know it until after you're <laughs> done with it. Damn you, buddy. <laughs> yes. Yes. So many women, you know, will skip three or four periods and they think, oh, I'm in menopause. And then they'll have another period or two. Uh, They're like, right. oh, darn, I'm still in perimenopause. And so you don't really know till after you've passed that 12 month mark that, oh yes, that was menopause. And then every, everything after that is post-menopause. But I guess the thing is though, like it's only a new thing now, perimenopause. It hasn't been a term that's been used a lot because I know from when my mum had menopause and my nan had menopause, it was just menopause. You're starting mm. menopause and that's it. But I think it's great that they're identifying that menopause is that 12 month period of, you know, cessation of period, but it's all the stuff leading up to it. Because like you say, you know, your hormones are all out of sync and you're experiencing all of these issues. And I guess another thing I found women have said, and even I've experienced this, you know, unexplained weight gain, because you haven't mm. changed your diet in yes. any way, or you're not, you know, you don't think you're under stress, but you're like, why can't I shift the weight like I used to? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. And, and that's, that's definitely um, one of the most common uh, complaints that I hear Yeah, is that, you know, my body is changing in all of these ways and the, you know, then the number one thing that I am concerned about or noticing is that I'm gaining weight, but I haven't changed anything that I'm doing. And what yeah. happens in that case is that women will start noticing that and then they'll just start exercising, working out harder and longer. Yeah. And the, and then it just, it, it doesn't change doesn't anything, do anything. Or, no. or it makes it worse and yeah. they continue to gain more and more weight and they just don't understand it. And they don't feel like they can trust their body anymore because their body is not behaving in the ways that they're used to. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I guess, you know, there are many natural remedies. Cause I guess, you know, in the old days, if, um, people or women were going through menopause that were put on you know hormonal replacement therapy 
And then there was a whole lot of stigma around that and whether it was dangerous or was causing other health issues to appear. So yeah, what are some, yeah, great natural remedies to help women with managing their symptoms? Because we're not going to get rid of them. We just need to be able to manage them and live with them, don't we? Well, you know, it's it's interesting you say that because yes, the, the goal is to reduce those symptoms. Um, some women can eliminate their symptoms altogether. Um, and like I said, some women don't really have many symptoms. I've talked to women that have one or two hot flashes and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, and have, have just had the best health after men, menopause than before. And so I just want to say that definitely is, um, a potential that your health can improve. It doesn't mean that you're going to, your health is declining just because you're going through menopause. Um, that's kind of a, like a myth yeah. um, that I like to help women reframe is that, yes, there can be some symptoms, but it doesn't mean you're going to be dealing with these symptoms forever. Um, it doesn't mean that uh, you have to suffer because there are many things we can do to reduce or possibly even eliminate them. Yeah. And you can really feel vibrant and the healthiest that you've ever been in menopause. And there are two main points that I want women to understand. And this is how I work with my clients is number one, we always look at the gut first. Yeah. Um, my very first mentor in herbal medicine, she, she always used to say, no matter what the issue is, start with the gut. Yeah. Because if your gut isn't fu functioning properly, you're not going to be able to assimilate the foods you're eating or the remedies you're taking. And so you could have the best diet, be taking the perfect herbal remedies for you, but if your body can't assimilate it, it doesn't do any good. Yeah. So you really have to take a look at your digestion and make sure that it's functioning really well. And this is a very common issue during perimenopause and menopause for women is that even if they didn't have digestive issues prior, they often find that they do, um, they do have digestion issues that crop up during this time of life. And there's a couple different reasons for that. Um, you know, one of the, one of those reasons is because the hormones, um, are fluctuating. Yeah. Um, but also our liver is a really important part of our digestive system the liver not only detoxifies, you know, anything in the environment or the food that we're eating, uh, anything that we're consuming, but the liver also metabolizes our hormones. So when we're having all these fluctuations of hormones, the liver can get really overworked and sluggish. And so that can cause um, kind of a backup of yeah. all of these hormones in our body because they're not being metabolized properly. Yeah. And so that in, in turn results in a lot of symptoms um, that women can be having. So really making sure not only is that we have a really good gut flora and there's not any inflammation going on or, you know, addressing any leaky gut, but also really nourishing and strengthening and helping the liver. So um, that's a, the number one key. And then the second thing is that we, you know, you had mentioned um, hormone replacement. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that most women, when they think about the menopausal journey, it comes up in their minds, like, you know, I'm, my hormones are declining 
So they need to be replaced. Yeah. But what I really want women to understand and kind of reframe in their minds is that the reproductive hormones like estrogen and progesterone are minor hormones. Yeah. Which are regulated by the major hormones of cortisol and insulin. So those are the hormones we really need to be addressing, especially cortisol, because if you, if your levels of cortisol are high, that's going to be affecting all of the minor hormones underneath it. And what happens to women in midlife who are raising families and having careers and having all kinds of changes going on inside of their body and externally and who are entrepreneurs, they have a ton of stress. Oh yeah. <laughs> so their, their cortisol levels um, are, are going to be high. And so it's really, really important to address that and have stress reduction techniques in place so that the cortisol levels can be regulated. And when those are regulated, then the other hormones will regulate themselves. It's kind of a trickle-down effect. So yeah. that's, that's the other key that's really important. Excellent. Um, so I guess, you know, because I guess, you know, we've spoken about one of the symptoms is brain fog. And I was actually talking to one of my coaching clients the other day about it. And I thought it was just me. I thought I'm just overwhelmed, have five kids, my own business, got a lot of stress. And it wasn't until my client said to me, oh yeah, I'm going through perimenopause and I have the worst brain fog ever. She said, it's like worse than baby brain. I went, oh my God, I have it too. (laughs) So I guess, have you got any tips or advice to those women who might be struggling with brain fog in this whole perimenopausal phase on how to you know help improve their focus energy because even energy is Mm. you know for me I'm not talking about everyone else but I feel I just want to sleep all the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah what kind of yeah advice or tips can you give to those of us to help improve our concentration focus energy and just yeah get us to keep yes driving ourselves forward (laughs) right right yes that's that is definitely one of the top symptoms uh, that, that my clients have as well. And so again, you know, we kind of start with the gut and with the food that we are consuming. And that's really number one. I know that it's, it's something we hear over and over again, and it's not sexy. It's not anything new, um, but we are what we eat. And when we're experiencing these things, we need to look at what kinds of foods are we consuming? And we really want to make sure that what we consume is really, really nutritionally dense. And so we want to make sure that um, we're eating uh, foods that have probiotics, like you know, fermented foods, um, good healthy fats, lots of the leafy greens, you know, seeds and nuts and beans and eggs and mushrooms and berries. Um, lots of dark colored berries, you know, we need, so that's the number one thing to look at is how are you nourishing your brain during this time of, yeah. of, you know, perimenopause or menopause, because you might've been thinking that, you know, I have a pretty good diet, but your body's changing now. And it, it has different nutritional requirements. Yeah. Um, so we need a higher level of nutrients. Um, also, you know, keeping your mind really active. 
And um, I know for most people, most women who are entrepreneurs and they're in midlife and they have families there, their minds are definitely active. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even just making sure that you are doing, um, you know, learning something new every day to stimulate your brain to make those new neural pathways. Yeah. You know, even if it's something like, um, you know, download the, the, the Duolingo app and learn a new language, you know, spend five minutes every day, you know, just, yeah. it can be something like that or puzzles or brain teasers, but just, you know, take time every day to be stretching your, you know, mental muscles a little bit. Um, meditation, uh, we know from scientific research over and over and over again, we're finding that meditation has been proven to boost your brain health and to help your concentration and your focus. And meditation doesn't have to mean, you know, sitting for an hour and doing a guided vis you know, visualization or an audio meditation. It can be uh, taking a walk in nature. Yeah. It can be doing Tai Chi. It can be gardening you know, um, whatever it is that you do really intentionally and focus on slowing yourself down yeah. and breathing deeply, it will have a measurable effect on your brain health. And then there, there's some herbs that, you, that are known to be really good brain boosting herbs that help you to focus and help you to have clarity. Um, Things like go-to cola, ginkgo, um, lavender, and rosemary are really good for your brain. Uh, lemon balm, um, ashwagandha, turmeric. Um, those are some herbs that are easily accessible for most yeah. people. And they will definitely help to help your brain to have the nutrients that it needs so that you feel focus so that you feel energized and so that you can have that mental clarity that you're looking for. Yeah. I'm a big believer of that. Like I love my herbal teas, but I also love um, diffusing different oils in my humidifier mm. because, you know, it does help get you into the yes. right headspace mindset to be able to, you know, do the work you do. So I am a big believer of that. And I guess it is, it's just trial and error because what works for one person might not necessarily work for someone yes, else. Definitely with natural remedies and, and uh, herbs, especially um, different herbs will have different affinities for different people. And so it is, um, it's always recommended to work with somebody who is knowledgeable yeah. on herbal medicine so they can match the right herb to you. Um, and, you know, most of the herbs that I just suggested are, um, are very common herbs that in general, most people can use. Yeah. Uh, they don't have, uh, you know, contraindications, but you definitely do want to do your research if you're doing it on your own or talk to somebody who is educated. And I just want to give you one little tip there with um, herbal teas is that most people drink herbal teas the same way they would drink a beverage tea. Yes. And then they wonder why they're not seeing the results. <laughs> So beverage teas, you steep for maybe two minutes or so, then you take the bag out and you drink it and it yeah. tastes lovely and you probably get some benefits, but if you really want medicinal effects, you have to steep your herbs for a lot longer. Yeah. 
I usually steep my medicinal herbs for about half an hour at least yeah. before I drink them because you're going to get a lot more of those medicinal constituents out of the tea and into the liquid if you steep it for a longer period of time. Yeah, well, I know here in Australia, we've got special teapots that have the little insert that you put your tea leaves into. Um, And yeah, you're supposed to let it sit for a while. And I'm not one personally to drink hot tea. I like it lukewarm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've even come to, you know, like tea at room temperature. Um, Because here in Australia, in the middle of summer, the last thing you want to be drinking is a hot cup of tea. So I'm all for Mm -hmm. making ice, well, iced tea or, you know, cold tea. And yeah, I let the um, herbs sit for a little bit longer. And um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, that's one tip I've learned because I had a a friend who's a tea lady and (laughs) teaches everyone how to make the right tea for the right tea yeah, that you're wonderful. using because they all have different temperatures so thank you for that tip Absolutely. that's amazing so is there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners in regards to managing perimenopause menopause postmenopause, and I guess you know you're not alone but you know that you can still run a successful business and feel the way we feel Yes, absolutely. And I find so, so many of my clients are female entrepreneurs who are in perimenopause or menopause, and they have these dreams and goals for their business. And um, they just feel like they're stuck and their health is holding them back. And it's, you know, it's really heartbreaking sometimes to see that. And so number one, I, I do want to reiterate that you're not alone. Um, Number two, Um, I just want women to know that it's really important to get support, whether it's from friends or family or a healthcare practitioner, as women, especially, we need support. Um, We, you know, are, we're built for collaborating. We're built for community. And so it's so important that we reach out and make sure we have that support in place, whatever it is, so that we we feel resourced instead of feeling alone. And then just to know that there are lots of options that you can put into place. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have to use pharmaceuticals. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have to have hormone replacement. There are so many different options and it's important to choose the one that's right for you because we are all unique and, um, and making time for yourself, making sure that even though you have all of these things going on in your life, that you put yourself first because you can't give to anybody else. You can't give your best to your business or anything else in your life until you really take care of yourself first. Yes, that is great advice. Love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on here and being my special guest for a special podcast. Um, I know it wasn't so much business tips or anything for women, but I'm really passionate about, you know, the holistic approach to helping support us as healthpreneurs, um, femalepreneurs, because I think, yeah, it's not just about your business, but it's about your mindset, your body, the physical, mental, all of that. So thank you so much for coming in and sharing your expertise with us today. Thank you so much for having me here. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. So if you just want to share your business and where people can find you online, if they wish to reach out and learn more from you. Absolutely. Um, I have two websites, um, herbsofgracehealingarts.com and herbsofgrace.com. 
And I also have a Facebook group called You Can Feel Marvelous in Midlife Naturally, where uh, it's just a really supportive group for women who are going through this stage of life so that they have that support and those resources. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you again. And um, yeah, hope to chat with you again soon. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars, and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another and celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, AuthenticHealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one-on-one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.